1: This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. You know, we were lucky, um, I think handled some things well in the fall that, that prevented us from having major issues with COVID, you know, really feel for Fred right now as he's trying to build that team and then having this setback and uh, mostly we're concerned for him and, and his health. Uh, you know, I was texting back and forth with him a couple of days ago and it sounds like he's doing well, but uh, these are just tough times and, and hopefully we'll we'll turn the page on this and, and have uh, more normalcy very soon,
0: but uh, certainly pulling for him and his team and hope they can finish strong.
1: And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, uh, It's talking Nebraska basketball. That was Scott Frost addressing the situation, Robin, with Nebraska basketball. And, you know, you, you think about the football team, and they did 170 tests per day and really only had two to three known positive tests in the Big Ten program. Nebraska basketball has seven Tier 1 positives with players or just overall?
0: Seven players, 12 total Tier 1 personnel.
1: Which – including the head coach that's incredible i mean when you when you think about just how out of control this thing can get Mm -hmm. um but the time of year we know the winter. um we always thought that the winter was going to be a tough time for this virus and and it's proving to be very tough for a lot of people in college basketball not just nebraska um but it just tells you the 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 virus will do what it wants and Mm -hmm. and and you can't you can try to stop it but it's going to do what it does and Uh, Nebraska basketball in the meantime probably will only play two games Robin over this entire month of
0: January yeah as of right now um, you know they've played since the turn of the new year they played January 2nd uh, against Michigan State and then hosted Indiana on the 10th and since then they've had what five six cancel uh, five cancellations and right now the last game of of the month is this coming Wednesday against uh, Penn State and Given Nebraska's situation, the fact that they're going to uh, continue to be on a full pause of team activities uh, through the weekend, uh, I think until Sunday, you know, the odds of them being able to get ready and prepared enough to play a Big Ten basketball game uh, by Wednesday just doesn't seem, you know, feasible at this point. So, I, nothing official has come out yet, but I would expect that game um, on the 29th to or on the thirtieth. Sorry, to be postponed uh, and add that one to the list and then they finally return to action probably uh, on the third the following week uh, at Michigan State but you know Michigan State they're going through their own COVID stuff too. They have four or five players just test positive too. So, uh, and Tom Izzo has already had COVID. So, I mean, it's, it's a deal, like you said, where it's not just a Nebraska issue. People want to like point fingers and say, what's the basketball team doing? Well, you know, Villanova, they just played, I think earlier this week, their first game since December 23rd because of, you know, COVID DePaul uh, didn't even play their first game until well into late December. So, I mean, it's happening all over the country and it just goes to show you that with basketball, it's so much different that, Everyone is together all the time. And with football, you know, you're breaking it up, offense, defense, by position, where not everybody's is on the court together, in the locker room together, in the meeting room together, watching film together. Whereas basketball, one guy gets it, it spreads like wildfire. And that's what exactly what Nebraska's dealing with right now. And you
1: cough a lot in basketball when you're on the court. I mean, it's, it's just the, the nature of the virus. Yeah, you're right. And, and the time of year, too, I mean – I think when football started, I mean, we, we, knowing what we know now, the Big Ten should have started in September, mm-hmm. and they waited later. Um, but they had the perfect schedule laid out, but obviously they couldn't get their administration to, to agree to start that early because of the questions, which led them to start October 24th. Basketball, you know, they drugged their feet, drugged their feet. Um, should they have been a little bit more aggressive in December and, and tried to play maybe a couple more conference games in December? I mean, they gave a lot of downtime, that you would have liked to have had right now.
0: Yeah, well, especially with condensing the non-conference schedule and only allowing seven games. I mean, that was supposed to create more windows for you to be able to play your conference games, which are obviously the most important. So now you're looking at a situation where let's just assume that that Penn State game um, next Wednesday gets gets canceled. Uh, I mean, there's a chance for Nebraska will have to play roughly 15 games in 34 days. And there's going to be a whole bunch of shuffling that goes along with the final six weeks of the schedule, uh, to where, I mean, you're probably playing back-to-back games, uh, you know, the against double play opponents that have already been postponed. That's another thing worth noting is I think four of the five postponed games so far against double play opponents. So Nebraska will play four of those five postponed games, uh, We're already set for a second meeting, which in theory, you could potentially play back to back where you're playing, you know, two consecutive nights or two games in three days just to try to pack those games in there just out of convenience. So uh, what the schedule looks like now, I have a feeling is going to look significantly different once they start moving pieces around, try to get all 20 games in because the Big Ten needs all 20 games played for each team.
1: Now, I don't understand though, Robin, like what's going to take precedent? Like what is it? in order of cancellation is it just trying to puzzle it together yeah
0: puzzle it together I don't think there's a priority I think it's just a matter of can you get the games played before the NCAA tournament and why it's so big for the Big Ten is uh, I mean they have a serious chance of getting 10 to 12 teams in the NCAA tournament and if it comes down to it where those teams 10 through 12 uh, are pitting at large resumes against maybe schools from other conferences that played more games uh, maybe that would be the the difference between getting in and not getting in so uh, you know this is a huge year for the conference that uh could be kind of an unprecedented field uh for one league in the tournament and that's why they need these games to be played and they're going to do everything they can to make sure it happens
1: and each team you get in by each win you get more money Uh um each each game you play in the ncaa tournament is a unit and the ncaa gives you a certain amount of money per unit so the more units the more money for the league and Let's face it. This league does need some money.
0: Absolutely. And so that's why I said, I mean, they're going to, if, if even if it comes down to like, here's another possible situation. What if they decide to scrap the conference tournament altogether just to give themselves another week to try to play more games and, and make up as many games as they possibly can. And, I think that's honestly a, a realistic option.
1: That gives the inventory still to the television network.
0: Exactly. I mean, you're, you're not losing any TV money. And you know, you're another issue is right now, the moving everybody to Indianapolis, all it takes is, you know, one team to have an outbreak. And then one team gets infected and everybody's around each other, practicing on the same chords, playing on the same chords, uh, using the same locker rooms. Uh, you could have a serious outbreak within your conference, not just a team, but within your conference that could cause huge ripple effects come play tournament time.
1: I wonder if they could come up with a pod where like there's three teams that need to play one another and you just play them in the same place. I I mean, obviously, I don't think that's likely. But, yeah, I think you're right, Robin. That that weekend of March 11th through 14th, you might just have Big Ten games being played in those windows. Like CBS or whoever airs the conference title game, Fox, uh, they're going to want a Big Ten game on those days. So maybe the league's like, all right, whatever our most – marquee game that needs to be rescheduled, we're going to play that right before the selection show.
0: That's the thing with the Big Ten, too, is you can get Multiple top 25 versus top 25 matchups that uh, would be appealing to the networks that could help you uh, get this thing to happen. But honestly, I think the most likely scenario right now is that situation where you're playing back-to-back games at some point, where you know Nebraska, you know they were supposed to go to Purdue, Purdue comes to Lincoln, and they play either two games in two game days or two games in three days, and you just make it up that way to really pack games in there that. Is going to be a total grind for these players, but such is life in two thousand. Now,
1: kids though, Robin, they play multiple games in a day in summer leagues and whatnot. I get it. It's a col- different, a true college game. <laughs> the intensity of the defense no and whatnot doubt. is yeah. different. Yeah, I mean, especially in the Big Ten. I mean, the it, quality of these games won't be that good. Yeah, though.
0: I mean, guys are going to be worn down. It's, it's going to be brutal, and you know, honestly, you got to wonder what that impact is going to have for the come tournament. NCAA tournament time when you know these guys have played so many games in a six-week period that. You know how much gas is going to be left in the tank for when it really matters. Is it is it a
1: twenty game conference schedule? Twenty games. So like Iowa has already played eight, so they only have to get twelve games in still.
0: Yeah, and so then look at Penn State, you know, and and I guess now Nebraska. I mean, they're so far behind those that it's going to be totally imbalanced. That they're uh, going to have to get five makeups in, right? Yeah, for Nebraska right now it could be six. <sighs> yeah, so. You know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, I know that the Big Ten is going to be very creative and try to do everything. But honestly, I think their first course of action, if they can do it, is just to just jam pack that last conference month of the tournament season. week. Yeah, exactly.
1: All right. When we come back, uh, we'll bring Nate Klaus in, and we are going to discuss the transfer portal and recruiting next. You're listening here to the Scarlet Line Show.